Hey guys, in today's episode, I have on the wonderful soul that is Lauren Hutzel at Lauren underscore Hutzel on Instagram. Lauren is the owner of the rave accessory company Nomad Candy, which features so many fun options for ravers to help style their outfits. Today, Lauren and I chat about what it's like owning a business, how she's been keeping busy during quarantine, and our love of Above and Beyond and Seven Lions, amongst many other topics. So let's get into it. Hey you guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for being here and for tuning in this week. I just want to start off this episode. I know it's a little bit different, but um, one, I hope you're all doing well and staying healthy and staying safe. Most importantly, uh, I collectively want to like virtually give everyone such a big hug this week because things have obviously been extremely heavy in the past few days, in the past week. For many reasons. Um, Of course, we're still dealing with the coronavirus on a daily basis, which is, you know, scary enough in itself. Um, But I did just want to say really quickly that I want to acknowledge the Black Lives Matter movement and what's happening with that right now, because it doesn't feel right to me to not say anything about it. And First and foremost, you guys, I want to be a place to educate, to entertain, to bring you guys obviously fun topics about the EDM and festival community, but I'm also a human being and when things are weighing heavy on my heart, I want to talk about them. So I just did did want to talk about that because I see you guys, I hear you guys, I stand with you, I love all of you. Um, What is happening in our nation right now is a very pivotal time and I just hope that all of you being safe who are protesting um, and I hope everyone listening is doing well mentally, physically, emotionally. I just want you to know that I'm going to try to do the best that I can to use my platform, to use my voice, to offer support where it's needed, um, and just be a resource for you guys. So just know my heart is with all of you, and I think this is really important. I'm going to have some resources. I have some on my Instagram account, different like places you can donate and things like that to help in any way possible, but just wanted to say that at the top of the episode because that is on the forefront of my mind right now as I'm recording on Sunday, May 31st. So just had to say that, you guys. I love all of you. And again, I hope you're staying safe out there. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm very excited to share this interview with Lauren Hutzel with you guys. She is such a ray of sunshine. Couldn't be more excited to to share her story with you guys today. So um, and also just know my episodes, the interviews are recorded weeks in advance. So we recorded about two weeks ago at this point. So obviously none of this was happening yet. Um, so I just wanted to mention that as well. But I really hope you guys can enjoy this. I hope it entertains you today. I hope it makes you feel lighter and all of those things. So thank you so much for being here. If you guys do enjoy the episode, if you enjoy the podcast in general, uh, I would really appreciate it if you guys could rate and review on iTunes. And you guys can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emma Capotis, if you guys want to watch the podcast and watch the interviews. And lastly, you can follow along with us for updates um, at Rave Culture Cast on Instagram and on Twitter and at Emma Capotis on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok if you guys want to follow along there. 
So really quickly, some exciting announcements. I'm personally like I have never been more pumped about the things we're doing here on this podcast and the community that we're building. So I announced in last week's episode that I am planning to do a group Zoom call so that I can meet as many of you as possible because I want to get to know you, right? Like you guys have been hearing me talk for over a year and I've been interacting one-on-one with you guys via email or via DMs, but I really just want to see all of your faces, chat with you, see how you're doing. I have a couple things and ideas I want to run by you guys and get your opinion on. So um, that just look forward to that. That is coming down the line. And the second part of this is I decided to launch a Facebook group for Rave Culture Cast, which I am so excited about. So it's brand new. I will put a link in this episode description. Uh, you can look it up on Facebook. It's Rave Culture Cast Community. Um, there's a couple question prompts you just have to answer for me to accept you into the group. And it is just going to be a safe and positive place to talk about the episodes, um, share pictures. If you guys are mentioned in the episode, you guys can post all your photos in there. Uh, I I just want to like connect ravers to each other. And so far your posts have been like warming my heart so much. You guys have no idea. Like seeing you guys interact with each other and meeting each other is like the best thing ever. So I'm so, so happy that we're finally doing this. Um, So I'm going to be posting in the Facebook group about the Zoom call so that I can get everyone's feedback as far as a day and time to plan this thing. So if you guys didn't already join, go join now so you have some input on that. And I'm really excited for the future of that. So get pumped, you guys. All right, let's jump into our listener of the week. Uh, For those of you who are new and don't know, At the top of every episode, I like to highlight one of our listeners, and they are nominations that you guys send in. So if you have somebody that you want me to shout out, please email me, raveculturecast at gmail.com, and I will gladly shout somebody out for you. I kind of wanted to do my own this week, which is like the Black Lives Matter movement and all the protesters, Um, so that's my personal shout out of the week. But um, we do have a submission here from Darlene K. It says, hey, Emma, first off, congrats on your engagement. So happy for you. Thank you so much, Darlene. She said, I wanted to give a shout out to my best friend, Naomi, for graduating from UC Santa Barbara this spring. She's going to be a teacher in New Mexico this fall, and I couldn't be more excited to celebrate her new chapter in life. Naomi and I have been friends since high school, and our relationship really entails through thick and thin. She is such a genuine and warm personality, and she's a constant self reminder that hard work pays off and she wants me to be a better person all around. If it weren't for her, I would have never dove into the EDM scene. She took me to my first raves and music festivals in 2018, which was hard summer. It was super last minute and I was very hesitant to attend, but I'm glad she persuaded me to go because I haven't stopped going to raves since then. I'm forever grateful that she took me to my first show. Also, congrats to all other 2020 graduates with lots of love, Darlene Kay. So huge shout out to her friend Naomi. Congratulations on such a huge life achievement. And again, congratulations to all of my graduates. You guys are absolutely incredible. Uh, This is a huge moment in your lives. So definitely don't take this lightly. And I hope you all can do something to celebrate throughout this time. So If any of you guys listening have a Listener of the Week nomination like that, again, please email me, raveculturecast at gmail.com. Okay, you guys, uh, really quickly, some upcoming submissions. So I am looking for, uh, it's a new topic that I announced last week, but I want to do a full episode talking all about live stream sets. 
So I want to know your thoughts and opinions on how the live stream sets and festivals have been going so far. Unfiltered, let me know how you're feeling. What are the pros and cons? Do you like them? Are there things that could be improved? Do you feel like they're sufficient enough? Are there too many? Like completely give me all of your candid thoughts on how you feel about the live stream sets we've been getting through quarantine. Um, You know, is it exciting to see some of your favorite artists in environments that you wouldn't normally? All of the things. So again, please email me with your live stream set thoughts to raveculturecast at gmail.com. Cannot wait to hear what everyone is, everyone's opinion is on that topic. All right, you guys, I have done enough blabbing. Let's get into the introduction of this episode before we hop into the interview with Lauren here. So again, today we have on a fellow raver, Lauren Hutzel. She goes by at Lauren underscore Hutzel on Instagram. And like I mentioned before, she owns the incredible rave and festival accessory company Nomad Candy. Uh, Guys, the shop, first of all, is so cute. I just got some like gummy bear They literally are mini gummy bear necklaces and earrings. And then I had this cute little butterfly set. She makes awesome accessories. You can find her shop on Etsy. Um, She's also a major source of fashion, like rave fashion inspo. Her Instagram is popping off, you guys. You got to go follow her. She's incredible. Um, And I mentioned before, she's also a major cascade above and beyond and seven lions stan like she's repping anjuna hard but cascade is her favorite so we do talk a little bit about some of our favorite artists and like how we got into them um i've had the pleasure of meeting lauren twice at imagine and at edc orlando last year uh and she's just such an absolute ray of sunshine so i was super excited to have her on to share her story with you guys today and just talk about her business um, and what it's like owning a shop like that, how she's been getting creative throughout her time during quarantine. Um, And then we talk a little bit about rave fashion and she gives some tips on how to style outfits. And lastly, she used to make, she still has them on her shop, but she used to make a lot of perlers and candy. So she gave me some tips on like how to nail the perfect perler design. So that is what is to come with today's episode She also was very gracious to give our listeners a special code for her shop, which is so dope. So starting today, if you guys use code RCC10, that is code RCC10, it saves you 10% off from June 3rd to June 10th at shop Nomad Candy. And it's at Nomad Candy on Instagram. And again, look her up on Etsy. So I will link all that in the description here if you guys want to check it out. She has the cutest stuff ever. We love supporting small businesses in this space and female-owned businesses. Couldn't stand that anymore. So you guys, please welcome to the podcast, Lauren Hutzel. Hey, (laughs) what's going on? Nothing much. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm super excited to share your story and get to know you a little bit better. And that's like the best part about doing this. So um, I just want to like pick people to come on here to highlight in the community. And you've, you know, obviously are somebody that a lot of people should know about. So I'm excited to like get through probably a lot of different topics with you today. Um, a podcast. This is like really interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. 
just to get started and give like a quick background on you, I would love it if you could just like do a quick intro to yourself, where you're from, how old you are, and then um, like how you got into the whole raving and music festival scene. Okay. So my name's Lauren. I also run in Nomad Candy. I am from Florida, but I moved to Atlanta right after EDC Orlando last year, so in November. And I got into raving in 2016. I've always been a really big like music person, and I had gone to one music festival before in St. Augustine, Florida, and then I finally went to an EDM festival, which was EDC Orlando in 2016. Nice. That's awesome. Wait, so how many, so you have you done all, like, the last three years? Mm-hmm. This well, if it happens, this will be my fifth EDC Orlando. Wow. Yeah, that's so awesome. I loved, I loved EDC Orlando. That was my first one this past year, and I had so much fun. And I know, really? it, was, I know it was a little different than the ones in the past, too, right? Because he, like, expanded the mm-hmm. map. Yeah. Yeah, they expanded it, which was nice, because the year before, it was like, kind of almost too crowded at some of the stages. Mm-hmm. So I was super happy when they said they were expanding it, because it was time. <laughs> Right, right. No, they did such a good job with it. It definitely had the same, like, EDC feeling, and the community was there, and, like, obviously the production and all that I knew was going to be good, but I, I definitely want to go back. I want to stay at home base, too. That's my, like, ideal. Yeah, I was there once before. You did? Mm-hmm. What'd you think of that? I loved it. It was really fun. Um, I struggled to get, like, my roommates up to go to the parties. <laughs> right, right. But I really liked having the after party there and like the shuttles back and forth were very convenient and it was a really nice resort. So I definitely recommend it and I want to go again. That's awesome. Yeah, I just think it's so, I've talked about this before. I just think obviously like after the situation's over and everything, I just think there's so much potential to move that to like other states and other spaces because I haven't even stayed there yet. I went and visited, but I just think there's so much potential because everything's in one spot and it just was so cool that everybody, when you were walking around the hotel, was going to EDC. And it was- <laughs> You're not like awkwardly walking out in your rave outfit and people are <laughs> staring at you. <laughs> I did not stay in a good hotel for EDC earlier. I was in like a sketchy area and I, did, I was like, this is not safe. <laughs> uh, you mentioned your shop, which I do, I want to ask you a little bit more questions uh, down the line, but can you um, just talk a little bit about your shop and when you started that? Sure. Um, I've been on Etsy for a few years and I was doing mostly custom purlers for people. So I do like really big pieces, intricate pieces, like whatever they wanted I was making um, just because it was a really great stress relief for me. And I go to tons of festivals, obviously, and I give out tons and tons of candy and people kept asking to buy it from me and I didn't want to sell it at a festival mm-hmm. but then I started getting tons of messages about custom pieces so I decided to do that and then probably about halfway through 2019 I just wasn't enjoying it as much anymore and it kind of became a stressor instead mm-hmm. so I stopped taking orders and I tried to rethink of what I wanted to do okay. and I was I'm obviously into festival fashion and I spend so much time looking for pieces and I just wasn't finding what I wanted accessory wise so I figured why not start it myself <laughs> no, so I just started making things that I loved and wanted to see like on myself and now I can share them with people yeah that's so cool I know I, I saw the perlers on your shop so I knew you were doing that I've obviously seen them in person too and they're crazy but okay do you have any good tips for making perlers because I know how to but I feel like I have not mastered 
the process or like the melting of everything. I just like fuck it up every time. <laughs> That's hard, which was one of the reasons why people came to me a lot because right. they were like getting mad that their curlers didn't look great. So I try to help and like give them tips, but sometimes they just wanted me to make it, which was fine and fun. Mm -hmm. But I'd say buy the perler brand beads. Any other brand that I've tried of those little perlers have not worked for me. And then I don't use the tape method. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. tried that. I just would heat it just enough for it to be melted together under the wax paper and then lift it off and finish melting it on a hard surface. Oh. That way, because if you've melted all on the pegboard, obviously, like, the pegs start coming through. Yep. And it, it's all crazy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's no, wild and perfect. Yeah, I've, I've done, I've messed up so many things. I remember the first, like, curler, I got really, like, ambitious, and I made a huge Jaws curler, and when I went to flip it, half of it shattered, and I was like, I feel like this is part of the process of learning. It's ruined. You can't save it. I literally, I sat there for like two minutes and my boyfriend is so sweet. He just came over and he just started picking up the pieces because I couldn't even talk. I was like, uh, that just took hours, but oh. <laughs> stress. I mean, I'm sure you're like, your process of creating everything, obviously, like you said, it keeps you busy, but um, what do you enjoy like the most about doing everything? Hmm. About my shop now, right? Not about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um I don't know. I just really love like finding the perfect outfit piece. I follow like tons and tons of rave companies and sometimes something just catches my eye and I see it and buy it and then try to go off that. Like what accessories would I wear with this? Um, which is why I started making the belts that were something more durable that you can still wear to the festival. And then you can easily take it off and throw it in your bag if you're sick of it. <laughs> Right, right, right. But, like, something smaller, because some pe outfit pieces were just way too intricate for me personally, and I don't like, like, feeling trapped in everything. Right. So I've been trying to go with, like, more simple pieces and things that really suit my style. For sure. Is that what you're wearing right now? Yeah, just, like, simple little ones. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, I love the butterfly trend. Obviously, that's huge right now. I've always been <laughs> Yeah. What, um, what have been some of, like, your pe favorite pieces you've done, like, more recently? I love the gummy bears. I think they're just the cutest things. And I really didn't think people would enjoy them as much as I did. Mm -hmm. But I started making them and they seem to be a hit. Like people really think they're cute and I do too. So that made my heart really happy. <laughs> so awesome. Well, it's also because can you describe like the style of your shop for anybody who's listening? Like it's, it's very colorful. And how else would you describe it? <laughs> like candy kid gone. I don't know. Definitely more like accessory it. side yeah yeah no because it is I mean you can wear it with so many different things I just I have my order coming in I'm very excited I got a belt and I definitely got the gummy bears I think I got the line oh yeah thank <laughs> I'm you so excited. yeah no it's so fun I feel like rave accessories I mean people are just like obviously are stepping up their game so much more when there's more like inspiration to look at and stuff like that and now you get to design pieces for yourself which is like even cooler I freaking love it <laughs> are you still um are you still doing perlers at all or not as much anymore I've made some like candy singles in between just like random weekends watching live streams I haven't made a ton of perlers lately but I think once I'm actually going to a festival I'll make a bunch more right, just right. I like to give them out to people and like have them I think yeah. they're fun <laughs> For sure. Where did you like create any of the perler templates like yourself or do you just find stuff online? I've made a lot of them myself and 
I never really made it into an actual template. I kind of would just figure out what I liked and then take a picture of it and use that as my own template. Got it. Okay. I know. I want to try doing that. There's like, I love Eric Prids and I can like never find a lot of like Eric Prids perlers. So I was like, I'm going to just have to wing it and, and yeah, and just like make it up myself, I think. I had a bunch of Prids candy at the Holo shows. <laughs> oh, you did? That's so yeah. Wait, so you went into the city for that? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Which day did you go? Uh, we went Saturday because Friday we went to the Seven Lines sh- show. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, in a different part of the city. So that was complicated. But <laughs> And then we got here and Above and Beyond was playing at a local club. And we ended up getting tickets and going to that. So it was just like my best weekend ever. <laughs> That's so dope. I know. I was going to ask you about that because you're a pretty big Seven Lines and Above and Beyond and Cascade fan, right? Definitely. Yep. The top <laughs> when did you get into like all of them or were you into one first and then it was like down the line I think I was into Cascade probably first because I remember watching videos from bef- the EDC Orlando before I went for the first time and being so heartbroken that I wasn't there yeah and then you know the next year we finally went and I was hooked and I've seen him a million times and we saw above and beyond that weekend and it was the very last set of the night and all my friends dragged me away because they were all tired and wanted to go home and I just remember leaving <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst feeling and ever that's never happened again so. yeah I feel you I know it's crazy it's crazy like as you get older and like as you're doing this longer I feel like now I'd be like cool you guys can leave I'm gonna just stay here stay. <laughs> yeah oh, there's such like I don't know. Can you talk a little bit about the Anjuna fam? Like, what do you love about them the most? Um, I don't know. I've just felt very welcomed. Like, we came up here to Atlanta a few times for Anjuna shows, and they always do meetups, and it's really, like, publicized thing. Like, there's just a huge Facebook group, and then every region and different states and different cities have even smaller Facebook groups, and everybody just stays connected that way. So there's always something to go to, no matter what state or city or country you're traveling to, mm-hmm. um, which I really love. And then obviously candy being a big part of it, I make tons of little Ajuna perlers and give those out at shows. Mm-hmm. And when we push the button at Imagine, I traded candy uh-huh. with Pago, which is like, <laughs> my phone background still I just (laughs) not well after that (laughs) I can't even imagine yeah like let's talk about that so were you in the front row with a sign yeah Yeah. um I had a flag and we like you had it a little bit but I think it was mostly just like thrown over the railing um and I was just singing my little heart out and their manager comes over and like tells you to come push the button and I just stared at him (laughs) I didn't even know what he said I didn't know what had happened and all my friends were like go Right, right, right. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Like, yeah, you just like black out when you got up there. Basically. <laughs> I, I just like, like did it and you're like dancing around and they're like, okay, take a picture, it's time to go. And I was like, but can I trade candy with Pavo? And he was like, yeah, come on. Aww. And security was like trying to be like, no, let's go. <laughs> I just think it's so cool that they do that. Like, I, I think I became familiar with them I'm pretty sure through the EDC, like under the Electric Sky documentary, because they have like a whole like thing. Yeah, they're on there. 
And I remember being like, oh, they're just so amazing, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw them at EDC Las Vegas 2016 and like saw the push the button. And I was like, oh, okay, now I like get what this is like about. And ever since then, I just think it's just like the most positive experience. I love the messages that they do. And obviously a lot of art- artists are unique, but just what they've built and then all the different like divisions they have, like Anjuna Beats, Anjuna Deep. I just think it's like all so unique to them. And I'm just like, oh, the love runs deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely unique and um super super like just happy to be part of like a Juno family and I really want to go to the above and beyond weekender or like the ABGT weekender that they do out in the gorge it's every other year now so it wasn't even going to be this year so got lucky what what else have you been doing this like quarantine what have what have you been spending your time on honestly just making jewelry dressing up in rave outfits shooting just your normal raver stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, I had written this down too. Yeah, like there has been absolutely no shortage of content. You have been fucking <laughs> absolutely killing the at-home photo shoots. Like what, what has been like your favorite part of doing all of that? Honestly, I've just gotten to try so many looks that for so long, I was like, I really want to do this kind of makeup and do this, but I don't have time. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. I have time. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. we're doing it all. <laughs> awesome well yeah you get I mean you get super creative like I absolutely love how you coordinate like I think you did like one like kind of slime look and you've done more neon (laughs) stuff like I just love how you coordinate everything yeah it comes out so cool do you use paints I use um the neon pigment stack from Lunatics I bought it like over a year ago and that I use it obviously a few times a week and there is so much in it it's lasted forever, and I just use a little bit of setting spray, and I mix it, and it just creates a paint, and I just brush on whatever I want. <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. Wait, I'm going to have to try all this. Luna X is killing it. I love, I've been putting a lot of glitter on lately. <laughs> it makes you feel good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We could make a cool, like, photo shoot festival looks, because you're really good at makeup. Like, you know all the makeup skill stuff that I don't know <laughs> at all. <laughs> a lot of practice it is but like like you were saying it's some sometimes it's just like stress relieving to do this stuff like that's definitely how I feel about makeup like even if I have nowhere to go I'm like well I'll just like the the process of it is relaxing to me so I just would rather sit there and spend the time it's like the same baking does that for me too okay I wanted to ask you a little bit too just about like rave fashion in general obviously because that's like a big hobby of yours and you always like come up with such creative stuff so I'm curious like where do you look for inspiration like do you have certain shops you like or certain people you like to follow so I met a group of girls on Twitter over a year ago and it was like a random tweet like if you're really into festival fashion reply to this and just a bunch of us replied Uh and created a group chat and then we created a snapchat group and now they're like some of my best friends um we talk like 24 7 like everybody's always just like sending cool ideas and new items and helping each other and it's really inspirational and they're insanely talented all of them I mean like Lena and Kylie and just so many people that looks to for festival fashion yep they just have crazy ideas inspired me a lot to really branch out and wear different things than just the typical like triangle top and high-waisted bottoms that I would live in for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, same. <laughs> but the silhouette works for you, so you know what I mean? <laughs> Have your staple pieces, but then you can like branch out. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, have, um, you can shout out some favorite shops. Do you have some favorite places you like to go to? Definitely. I love Rolita Couture. I love Light Couture. I love Magical Mini. She's also a huge inspiration for my jewelry, and she's been really awesome just, like, helping me figure out how to exactly run the business smoother. She's mm-hmm. been absolutely amazing. Um, Lux Festival Wear is kind of smaller. Same with Euphoric. Raveware, they're both and Shop Dove Love. I just tried out as well. Mm-hmm. They are. I started seeing their stuff a few months ago. I'm not exactly sure when their brands all started, but right. they've been coming out with really, really nice stuff. There's just so many brands; it's like endless. I know. Well, <laughs> every day there's somebody new. Right. I know, and it's so hard. Like, well, like two things. One, obviously, one of the reasons I have you on here is like to support businesses right now especially like in the festival industry and like hope you know people should continue buying and then the other the flip side I'm like I can't stop buying things I have nowhere to go and I can't stop buying outfits it's like a problem how do you feel about because some of these like rave clothing companies which I think it's smart but some of them are creating things like a little bit out of the festival spectrum like more loungewear or activewear like I think Rolita she's about to drop some like biker shorts and did stuff how do you feel about that uh, Tasteful Girls just is was like previewing all their stuff this week, the joggers and the crop tops and sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. And then Rolita Couture released her biker shorts and tops that match last week. And I'm so psyched to get mine because yeah. I've been getting more and more into shuffling and biker shorts I've loved for the past year. And I've just had such a hard time finding ones that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And I also like wearing like the rave wear kind of fabrics and that style yep so I'm super excited that more companies are branching out into different products for us to wear every day like Festy Bestie the sweatshirt you have on I love them I always have their t-shirts and their sweatshirt and I was shoes. wondering if we were going to match I was like I wouldn't be surprised we're both I was <laughs> this close I think I'm, I'm wearing Festy Bestie socks right now <laughs> nice I have a EC shirt oh I love it I know are you excited for the live stream this weekend I am, but I struggle really, really hard to stay awake. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Like, the East Coast. You know, the East Coast struggle. Yeah, and I'm like, I know some people can stay up late, but I'm like, some most of them have been starting at 11 p.m. Eastern. Like, I'm asleep by 11 p.m. <laughs> I'm asleep. I get tired at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. No joke. Like, 9 p.m. hits, and I'm like, well, it's probably time to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did. You brought up Magical Mini, like the business side of, of everything. I am curious, like so far since everything's been taking off, like wh- what is it like running the business and like, have you been surprised by like any challenges that have come up? I've definitely been surprised by how difficult it is to get supplies in, but that's because of COVID-19. Got it. Okay. Just a lot of issues. I mean, even everybody see on Amazon, things are no longer prime like they used to be. Like, you're trying to wear sunglasses, and they're like, well, they'll be there in a month. Yeah. What? Two days? No. <laughs> so just supplies from literally anywhere has been a struggle. And then I would normally, like, like to go to stores and actually physically see things and manipulate them. But mm-hmm. obviously, stores are closed. So right. it's been challenging, but... I'm figuring it out slowly but surely. <laughs> hopefully soon, since like some things are starting to reopen, like hopefully maybe delivery will get like a little bit better. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 ye
I was going to ask you, so, okay, so for somebody who may be listening, who's like just getting into rave fashion or like, you know, we all start somewhere and we build up to like where we are now. Like, how do you like to think about putting together a festival outfit? Like, do you have any tips for somebody who might need help, like piecing everything together? (laughs) I say just find what you love, whether it's not like the biggest in style, like if you're comfortable in a big t-shirt, add some funky socks. If you're comfortable in thong bottoms, go for it. But I will say everybody starts somewhere and you don't need to like pressure yourself to have like this perfect, amazing outfit that you see on Instagram and all the ads. Like that's not what it's about. At the end of the day, it's about having fun and expressing yourself through what you're wearing. And also think about what you do at a festival. Like if you just chill in the back and, you know, hang out, maybe platforms are comfortable for you. I'm not a platform person, which people are shocked by, right. but I like to like shuffle and jump up and down. And I just, I know I'll break my ankle somehow. And I don't like to have to carry around my shoes. So I just stick to boots and you can get cool boots anywhere. Like you don't have to drop $200 on Doc Martens. If you don't want to, you can buy boots from Forever 21 and test them out mm-hmm. and just see what you like and what's comfortable. Yeah, for sure. Say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> so true. I'm the, I'm the same way as platforms. I wore the plat like I don't know Demonia to EDC Orlando, and like they were very comfortable. I was fine, but same thing as you. Like I can't shuffle or dance. So like, what is that the point of this? <laughs> yeah, this is not for everybody. I like like I have a few pairs of the Demonias um, that I'll wear like if I'm shooting and stuff, like just for fun. Like they do make you feel fierce. Yep. But I just haven't really enjoyed them at a festival personally. Right. Yep. They're, they do have um two, like, I recommend I bought, like, a thigh-high pair, which rather than being, like, this tall, they were maybe, like, that. So, like, they were still a platform, but nothing, like, super crazy. So I think that's more, like, maybe test the waters out with that before you, like, go for the massive platforms. Some people <laughs> totally, like, little cheese stick. She absolutely rocks the platform. Oh yeah. So they just like stomp all over. I'm like, good job. Like you look great. <laughs> so yeah, they stand next to you and you're like, wow. <laughs> Do you have any um favorite like festival outfits that you've done in the past? Hmm. I loved the rainbow one that I wore to EDC Orlando. Mm-hmm. I think I might've seen you that day. Yep. by the Ferris wheel we had like the little twitter meetup and stuff yep. that was fun um that one just felt very like me like it was just rainbow and sparkly and bright and mm-hmm. had like little critter clips and neon paint and that was a really fun one and then I also love fringe so my mm-hmm. first EDC Las Vegas I wore like a doll's kill fringe rainbow set mm-hmm. that one was awesome I can't part with it I still have it <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna wear it again but I've worn it a few times to festivals and I just I think the fringe really adds like a cool touch to things that's awesome yeah I I was gonna say like especially with people who are beginners like re-wear the shit out of your outfits especially like there's so many ways you can reinvent them you don't have if it's a bodysuit if it's a two-piece like you can separate them like I think I'm gonna do a video like that soon on my channel just, like restyling, like, re-styling things yeah. yeah, but some things work really well together, especially if you have like a particular style. Like if you're more into like holographics or all black, like a lot of people wear tons of black. You mm-hmm. can definitely restyle all of that and mismatch it with anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it depends on like the event you're going to. But I'm the same as you. There are certain 
I don't have like a, a rave closet yet or anything or like a Poshmark. I, I will at some point, I think, but there are some pieces that I'm like, I just love how it made me feel and I can't part with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. Um, the, I did like mermaid makeup a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and the top that I was wearing in that was like this purple Jay Valentine top. And I bought that off of Amazon before my very first festival. And I wore it to EDC Orlando with the mermaid um, high-waisted shorts that were like the big thing back then <laughs> and I just can't part with it I've worn it just randomly I think I was a mermaid one year for Halloween because of it like I just I can't part yeah how do you store everything do, are you organized about it or you're like not no it <laughs> um I have a pretty big bin of stuff and I have like stacked bins that are all the accessories and then, obviously, like, this is mostly business stuff, but one of the drawers is just items that I wear, yeah. <laughs> um, like, accessories that I've made for shooting and whatnot. And then, I'm trying to think, most of the, all the coats and kimonos are hung up, but mm-hmm. mostly it's just on a giant rave bin, which is Same. not the most effective, but it fits <laughs> in the closet. Yeah, I know. That's how I have, like, a rave bin, and it's, like... I've bought too much stuff recently. So at some point I do want to like have, and like, I don't know, do you display your perlers and stuff or do you have that kind of like a way to? I don't have them displayed right now. I think once, so my boyfriend's working from home right now and once he's back at work and I move my business into the office area, I think I am going to set up some of my perlers because a couple of them have been signed and like a lot of them just have oh. special meaning and I'd like to look at them every day. Yeah, for sure. That's how I feel. I'm like, we were looking for a house and like, hopefully by fall, we'll find something. And that's what I was saying. Like, I want an office space and I want all my perlers hung up and I want like a little shelf where like my festival hats and like, oh yeah, with Blossom's ears, which I just have randomly thrown <laughs> everywhere. Or of critter clips. So yeah, we know the feeling. <laughs> that's so cool. Well, this was so awesome. Thank you so much for chatting with me tonight. It was awesome getting to see you more. This is super fun. I've never done this before. So I do want to share, I had written down, so we have a special code, you guys, to shop at Lauren's Shop Nomad Candy. It's RCC10, uh, and it's going to be 10% off your orders, and I'll put it down below in the description box as well. And then I'm also on Instagram, and then I recently made a Twitter. So I've been trying to like, follow people on the Twitter because for a long time, people were just tagging my personal, which was fine. I like seeing it. Like That's mm-hmm. awesome. But I know people kept saying, like, I can't find you on Twitter. What's going on? So Instagram and then Twitter for my business are both at Nomad Candy. It's Nomad, N-O-M-A-D-K-A-N-D-I, like candy kid. (laughs) And then um, my Instagram is just Lauren underscore Hutzel and same with my Twitter. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Good luck with everything. Thank I can't you. wait to get a package in the mail and take pictures. <laughs> thank you so much. I can't <laughs> wait to see you. And I hope to get to actually like trade candy with you soon. All right, fam. I really hope that you enjoyed that interview with Lauren. She was so nervous to do it and I absolutely killed it. So I love I love seeing people open up and sharing their stories when they come on here. And I hope you guys like meeting other people in the community as well. Uh, again, you guys can use code RCC10 for 10% off uh, orders from June 3rd to June 10th at Nomad Candy. So definitely go check that out. And go show Lauren some love and support on Instagram and on Twitter at Lauren underscore Hutzel. We love her. Thank you again, Lauren, for coming on today. 
So you guys, let's hop right into EDM news because I do have a lot to cover today. And then we'll go over my songs of the week because we have a lot there. And then I'm going to let you all go enjoy your Wednesday, enjoy your week. So first and foremost, I wanted to talk about uh, the Digital Mirage Festival because it's back, baby. It's back for around two I'm pumped. Digital Mirage 1 was awesome. Uh, And there is no shortage of incredible artists here again. (coughs) Oh my god, I just choked and died. (coughs) I just choked on my own spit. Sorry. I'm leaving that in there. (laughs) I'm so gross. Okay, anyway. Again, I believe this is going to be... Last time I watched it on YouTube and the event raised over $300,000 to benefit Sweet Musicians Relief Fund which is really cool. And this is put on by Proximity and Brownies and Lemonade. Um, So that's awesome. And then we're going to have performances from, oh my gosh, this list is so long. There's some names on here though that I haven't seen do live sets yet. So I'm very happy that they they are keeping like an eclectic group. But you've got A-Track, Anna Leneau, Arm & Hammer, Bauer, Big Gigantic, Blink, Boys Noise. Who else do I like on here? Dombreski. Gigi McGree, Grizz is on here, Hot Chip, Elo Elo, Cascade, Mala, Matoma, Mercer, NetSky, Nightmare, Oliver Heldens, ooh, my, my mans, Peekaboo, Sanholo, Shibasan, Snake Hips, Great, Subtronics, Vintage Culture, Wax Motif, We Then, Zeke Beats, Zoo. So, I mean, Zoo killed it at the EEC Las Vegas live stream. So, really incredible artist there. Um, couldn't love that more. And I did just want to update you guys because as of May 29th, Brownies and Lemonade tweeted um, after the murder of George Floyd that um, part of the proceeds now from Digital Mirage 2, um, they said, given the current state of America, it would be best to contribute to the fight against racial injustice in any way we can. So we've decided to donate proceeds generated from the festival Uh, merch to the Minnesota Freedom Fund which is incredible and I believe the Minnesota Freedom Fund raised over 20 million dollars please correct me if I'm wrong Um, and they were telling people to send donations elsewhere to like the Black Lives Matter movement and other local charities so just keep that in mind again there's some been some really great resources on um, Twitter and Instagram and I just did a quick Google and there's so many articles just make sure it's a trusted source obviously that you're donating to so That's all really incredible. Very excited for the Digital Mirage 2. The next thing I just had to mention here uh, is that Ultra Music Festival is facing a class action lawsuit over their refund policy. So this blew up everywhere, right? Because people felt pretty salty about their response. Um, I mean, they were the first major music festival in the United States that was canceled because of COVID. So the people suing said, we understand that the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted every part of the global economy, but we do not believe that it gives the right for Ultra Music Festival to shift the burden of this extraordinary crisis onto its customers who, in some cases, paid hundreds of dollars to attend this festival, and now the COVID-19 pandemic has or will preclude them from ever using any credit. Um, So basically, they're just, I, I will keep you guys updated what happens. I feel like any festivals that are sort of wishy-washy about their refund policy are going to face lawsuits like this. Uh, So yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. I know a lot of people were really unhappy with their refund policy this year. Um, In other news, uh, EDM Maniac announced that they will be doing their drive-in festival June 26th and 27th. It is in San Antonio, Texas, which is really cool. 
I just think we're going to keep seeing more of these pop up. I know Disco Donnie just had their first event this past weekend, and it seemed to be pretty cool. I mean, the reports sounded like everybody behaved themselves. So I think everything went well with that event. So, I mean, if you guys went, definitely let me know. Again, that's I would love to hear your f- feedback in the Facebook group on um, how that event went. So, yeah, looking forward to what EDM Maniac does with their event. Okay, so we've had some announcements from festivals who are planning to move forward with their current 2020 dates as of today. So that was very interesting. So there's a festival in Serbia called Exit Festival that was having their 20th anniversary um, August 13th to the 16th. And as of right now, um, it's happening in later August. So I'm not sure what the state of the pandemic is like uh, in Serbia right now, but we will see what happens with that. So that was pretty crazy. And on the flip side, in the United States, Kansas City's festival, Dance Festopia, which I know a lot of people were very interested in, lineup is insane. It's a camping festival. Right now, they posted saying that state and county guidance enables a full send to Dance Festopia 2020. The situation could change. However, as of yesterday, county and statewide officials approved the festival. We will continue to work with health and government officials to establish a safe Dance Festopia 2020. In March, we established established the Dance Festopia ticket promise. I want to share this again with you. So there's a link on their Instagram. We appreciate you valuing the incredible experience that is Dance Festopia and can't wait to see you in September for one of the most magical experiences of our lives. So, I mean, great for whoever had tickets. If you guys still plan on going, that's awesome. I don't think they'll move forward with this if they don't think that it's safe. I personally don't think I'm gonna attend a festival this year and feel unless I feel like absolutely comfortable so we'll see what happens I don't really know how you can have that many people together without a vaccine at that point but we'll see what happens with that um and then lastly uh we finally heard from Moonrise which unfortunately they had to cancel their event um and rescheduled it for August 6th 7th and 8th 2021 They are, however, offering, I think, a really cool incentive um, if you guys want to keep your tickets, if you already had purchased them for this year. So obviously more small scale festivals like this, like need people to keep their tickets so that they can stick around. Like if you're not an Insomniac or an AEG events, you know, they need the money or they're going to go bankrupt. So if you keep your GA ticket for next year, you get access to an exclusive pre-party on Thursday Uh, an official festival merch bundle, a $20 voucher to be used um, at upcoming shows in Stee's promo shows. So I don't know if that's like local. A $10 beverage voucher, access to discounted early bird parking for Moonrise 2021, uh, discounted uh, early bird shuttle passes, special loyalty pricing for Moonrise 2022, um, and then there's a whole VIP list, like similar things, pre-party, after parties, beverage vouchers, like all kinds of stuff. So it is a nice incentive, especially if you guys are local and you go every single year, like why not just hold on to your ticket if you can financially handle that? Um, it just totally depends. I held on to my Electric Forest ticket, one, because that was such a hot commodity and I was dying to go to my first Electric Forest this year. But two, I know I'm sending it next year. So I was like, let me, I've already paid for it. I set that money aside, so I'm just going to hold on to my ticket. And I don't know how difficult it's going to be to get festival tickets next year also. So I'm like, if you have a ticket and you can, maybe just hold on to it. 
All right, you guys. I've been talking a lot. My songs of the week. So, Kygo's album finally is here. He blessed us with Golden Hour, and it's as beautiful as I thought it would be. I've loved every single that's been dropped so far, so I was not surprised. Um, but truly amazing, guys. Go check out Golden Hour. Uh, Diplo also dropped an album, which honestly, however you feel about him, the man's a genius at branding. He literally posted on Instagram that he's been wearing a cowboy hat for the past year to promote this album. And it's basically like a country dance music crossover album called Snake Oil Chapter One. It's got all different country artists on it and rappers. I like the song Dance With Me, which features Thomas Rhett and Young Thug, but there's some other really good tracks. And you know what? It's a good time. I'm here for it. I think it's a good summer album. So, and I just think the whole branding of it was kind of genius. Uh, last two, I love Dylan Nathaniel's new song, Keep It Coming. Great house track for all my house heads. And then lastly, my favorite thing that I cannot stop playing is Seven Lions' new remix of Blau's song, Tokyo. So look up Tokyo, Seven Lions remix. I love what he did to it. I already loved that song, but like, what the remix of it I cannot wait to hear perform live my head is going to explode I'm so freaking excited about it okay you guys whoo we made it to the end of the episode again I truly hope you all are staying well please stay safe out there you guys I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope it entertained you and made you smile today again I will continue just to do my part um and just do what I can to like help others and support you guys in whatever way you need it. Um, Please consider joining the new Facebook group if you guys want to meet some other ravers and connect with other people and have some more conversations over there. Rave Culture Cast community on Facebook. Uh, You guys can also follow along with us on Instagram and on Twitter at Rave Culture Cast and at Emma Capotis. Uh, I would also love it if you would subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emma Capotis. You guys can check out all the videos over there, my whole playlist, and watch the interviews. And lastly, the most important thing you guys can do is tell a friend today. Tell a friend, spread the word, send a link to someone, tag me in your Instagram stories. Every little piece helps and adds up, and I really appreciate you guys Um, supporting me and supporting the the projects I do and the work that I do. So thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, Love you all. Stay safe. And I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Bye, guys. (laughs) 